0: Welcome to the Retrofit podcast brought to you by Electric Ireland Superhomes. There's never been a better time to start thinking about a home energy retrofit to transform your house into a warmer, more comfortable, and eco friendly home. This Electric Ireland Superhomes Retrofit podcast series hopes to demystify that process as we take you through the whole process from start to finish. We'll be interviewing industry experts and happy householders who've just completed their retrofit and sharing some helpful advice and handy tips. Today we are going to talk to Cormac Madden about the retrofit process for his four-bedroom house in Dublin which originally had a BER rating of G. He talks about why he undertook the retrofit and why he chose Electric Ireland Superhomes as his project managers. So let's hear from Cormac now. I suppose the best place to start is at the start. So how how old is your house?
1: It's funny, you know, when you buy a house, if you ever see the title deeds, it's for a fleeting second while they're on the way to the bank. But um, I 1960, I think it's it's certainly around that that time. Yeah.
0: But when did you move in there?
1: We moved in in 1996.
0: And is it like a you know your regular Irish house, as in the heating's gone up and down and cold in the winter and completely? Was, yeah. Uh,
1: apparently, it was the worst era, So they tell me anyway for building houses before that had more kind of substance in their walls and so on. So even though they weren't designed for heat, they held the heat better. So this is a house with a cavity block, which is a a terrible invention in my book, and Mm. um, suspended wooden floors. They're suspended so that the air can circulate around the floorboards. But of course, that makes for a really leaky house. And because Ireland is actually a really windy country, we're used to it. But It is very windy. So um, depending on the weather conditions, a lot of houses lose more heat through wind at certain times of the year than through actual insulation, like through the heat coming through the walls. So on every account, if you have cavity block, you can't really insulate. You can't. There's no cavity to pump.
0: What made you decide then to, you know, to upgrade the energy savings in your house to, to start retrofitting?
1: I suppose a couple of things. One was it was the right thing to do, I guess, and I was in that area of work anyway at the time. I was kind of in energy policy in the company I was working. Uh, we were kind of looking at the future, and I suppose we were kind of partly preaching it. So, and the other part was we kind of thought that um, even though when you add up the price, you know the cost, it's significant. But we kind of thought, well, if we spend the money now, that will save us bills later when we're on retirement and we're on not on the same incomes we are now.
0: And actually I do say that to people that the sooner you do it, the more of the benefits that you get from it.
1: Completely completely yeah but it is transformational i mean the the reasons we did it at the time if we knew then what we know now they wouldn't have been the reasons the reasons would have been comfort it's it is completely different experience Um, you just don't realize it really if you're used to living in a you know traditional irish home from say pre-2008 or something like that you just don't realize the comfort
0: the process then that you went through it was over a period of time wasn't it you sort of did it at the start piecemeal
1: we did a piecemeal exactly i remember at the time of the recession there were a lot of builders out of work and Around that time, we started kind of looking at it. And I think one of the first things we did was we did external insulation. And I remember it was a plastering contractor who couldn't find plastering work. So we had taken up external insulation. as like a new line of business. So you put in, you know, these are plastic blocks you kind of put on the outside of the house and screw them into the walls. And then you have to render that. You have to plaster that again. So obviously it fitted his kind of original skill set uh so that that's why i remember it so vividly was during the recession so that was the first step and after that then we did a number of insulation jobs like in the attic and one or two places around the house we changed the heating controls at the time we had a gas boiler so um that le- eventually that kind of led it led us to a position where we were within jumping distance anyway. I suppose of doing a retrofit.
0: So now, what's being pushed by the government and Electric Ireland Super Homes is the the one house or the whole house approach. You know, so would you recommend it like that way if someone was able to do it to do it in one go?
1: Yes, I, I would, and and that's exactly the word. If they're able to do it, I don't want to be. I know. You know, obviously, people have different circumstances. Not for us to say, but. In an ideal world where you have the option, definitely won't go. You, get, you have your, you know, people in your house once and you kind of get through that disruption and then you get all of the benefits. Whereas the other way, the way we did it, it takes quite a long time before, you know, when the final piece of the puzzle goes in, it's suddenly transformational, but it's, it's a longer lead in.
0: So when you did those jobs, then over those years, did you find that you still needed more work to be done? Is that what made you decide to go with the full retrofit then? with the heat pump,
1: It was more that like I'd become familiar with electric garden superhomes. And it was really very leading at the time and and still is. And the thinking behind it was really top class. And I got to know you know the company a bit better. And I, I just liked the whole product that they offered and how they project manage for you and they guide you all along the way as well. And that they are giving you kind of trusted advice. So I liked that whole thing and I kind of thought, well, why don't we, uh, we should have a fair bit of the work done now. So why don't we just get them in and see what it would involve?
0: You know, it's interesting because when you're doing the project, you were doing it piecemeal at the start. So then... When you went to electric island super homes and their you know one stop shop or whole house model, mm-hmm. did you notice then the the difference then of do, going that route?
1: Yeah, completely. Now, listen, this probably isn't very scientific if you were a building engineer, but but I often think of it as a boat that has a number of leaks in it. You notice the difference when the last leak is closed. So, we had a house where the walls were well insulated, but it hadn't got an airtightness job done. It we we just only really just sealing gaps where the the wind or the draft gets in. But the front door as well is a classic single glazed, uh, mainly glass, but aluminium kind of frame door. No insulation whatsoever. It had a letterbox in it and the spring had gone on the letterbox. So anytime there was a bit of wind, the letterbox would just open. So it was that kind of a door. We, We really noticed the difference when that door was replaced. And that's part of the superhomes treatment. Usually your front and back doors are part of the usual formula. That finished the, the job. And really, we haven't looked back ever since then.
0: And When you started, what was the burr rating of your house? It was
1: uh, G, yeah. So I, I don't think you can get any lower, yeah.
0: And so then when you went through this process, what did you end up with? What was your... We, we
1: ended up with A3. And now that was partly influenced by the fact that we put solar panels on because there was an offer at the time. And we decided to go for that. And actually, it's a very good marriage with between solar panels and heat pump because, you know, you can... Set the heat pump up to heat water. It does the hot water as well, so you can heat. You can set it up to uh, heat up the hot water in the middle of the day, and that's when the solar panels are getting the most electricity. So that I think that helped bring it up then to A three.
0: So that process, then, when when you got the project managers from Electric Ireland Super Homes, what was the process like? Was it a home energy report first?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So a building engineer came to the came to the house and did a survey asked us a few questions just like you did about the age of the house etc and then came back a couple of weeks later with the building report and it recommended various options then it was up to us to make a decision really and kind of which ones would we like to go with and the great thing is you're around the kitchen table And he was there to kind of answer any questions. And you knew that you were kind of getting expert advice as well. And you weren't in the realm of dealing, say, with the builder. You know, it was kind of no obligation, which is great. You can ask as many questions or challenge anything as much as you want. So that that was the beginning of the process. Yeah.
0: And then they're the ones that go off and get the contractors and go through the process.
1: Exactly. They they have a list of approved contractors, which is a big load off your mind. Um, and that's, the, you know, that's a critical thing. Anyone who's done any building work, that's a really critical thing. So they have a list and they send out the design to their list of contractors. They get quotes back. They make a recommendation. But well, it's up to you then to decide which one. So, you know, we went for the lowest one that, that they recommended. And the next brilliant thing about it is they drew the project management. So, you can be nice and friendly with the contractors. And now listen, as it turned out, we got on well with them and there weren't issues. But if there were any issues, it's not up to you to kind of raise that and have that conversation. You know, when you're living in the house and they're working in there with you, you know, the project manager will do that for you. So that that was a Another advantage.
0: I think that's a big one, actually, because because your relationship with the contractor then can be completely different. can't it? Absolutely.
1: Yes. Yeah. So you could be the best of friends. Now, as it turned out, there wasn't much anyway, but we had that comfort that we didn't really have to worry
0: about that. Exactly. So your process and you went for um, an air pump.
1: Yeah, the, an air source heat pump. And most yeah. of the super homes, from what I gather, are air source heat pumps. They're the cheapest option.
0: Now that you've installed it, we mentioned what is the difference that you've seen in the house since you've got the process the retrofit done?
1: Just a massive difference. The simplest thing is that it just doesn't get cold. In fact, the only time it gets cold, the controller that we have has a battery in it. It's battery operated. And the only time it ever gets cold is when the battery fails in the controller. We just have to replace it. It'll take a long time for us to notice the battery's gone, because it takes a long time to cool down. So I often use the example that you literally don't know what the weather is like outside the house in terms of temperature. Like you'd see the rain or whatever, but uh, it's only when you go out the front door. And many, many times we've been caught out that you know it's a really cold day, you need a jacket. And you think you can go out in your short sleeves.
0: That's a whole new experience for I us. I know. And I was just going to say, like, it's funny because um, we're doing this in summertime and I'm in my jumper and you're in your, yeah. te- you know, in your yeah. polo shirt. And I'm feeling warm, actually, to be honest. So it's steady then. Like, you, you don't like, you know, like in your house, you're up and changing temperatures all the time in a traditional house. So you just leave it then. Is that how You it just works?
1: leave it there. Like, we have um, actually forgotten how it's set up and we just got it set up at the time. And then we had somebody in to do a service that was electric Ireland as well. And he did some tweaks. Yeah. You actually forget it. Whereas at home, I remember, I was raised in a house with a bo- an oil boiler, and you're always aware of what the boiler is doing. I mean, you couldn't miss it um, because it's freezing cold if it's not on. Whereas we, we've just literally forgotten about it, so it's not true to say it's always exactly the same. So it's set to go a little bit lower during the day when people are active. So I think it's it's you know ranges between I think it's uh, maybe 17 and 19 degrees or something like that. You know, it's not a very wide range.
0: So when you were saying when you were originally. Reaching- like started this kind of process you um climate crisis was a big thing but you didn't realize the benefits then of of the the comfort factor
1: exactly exactly and and what i've been reading since too is benefits for people's health as well Mm. so people who, who have asthma and so on it's much drier you know the air is drier there isn't dampness that's a huge help and i would imagine for um older people say you know if your parents were kind of living in a house, I think it would be a great comfort to think that they're in a very comfortable house and probably, now again, I'm not a doctor, I think that would likely prolong their health.
0: And would you have noticed reduction then in bills?
1: Yeah, our bills came down and I think, you know, that's some tweaking we did with the settings. I haven't looked at it now for a while. They went down not, not quite as much as we thought, but I think the settings were a bit generous. So we've now reduced the settings a bit, but it's certainly cheaper than, than yeah. what the gas was before.
0: And you have two sons, don't you? Have you noticed yeah. that? Was- with the hot water so yeah. <laughs> you've hot water all the time now so. we've hot
1: water all the time i don't notice hot water anymore um and that used to be an issue before you know with uh, uh obviously teenagers getting ready for night out whatever there might be much left yeah. but uh it's not something we've encountered ever since
0: i four so i can relate to that oh <laughs> for sure
1: oh wow okay
0: you're <laughs> the other thing with, with the heat pump um so it's outside your house isn't it it's outside. yeah it's in the back garden you know, like just say a myth that some people, like. one of the things people bring up is about the noise. Like there isn't a no is there a noise from it or anything like that? We've is
1: never it? noticed a noise from yeah. it. I, I've heard um, tell of a noise and uh, they do have a defrost cycle where I think in the wintertime, they kind of um it reverse the heat in the coils just to make sure that the coils don't freeze up. Um Sorry, that's a bit technical, but, but yeah. that's supposed to, some people say that generates noise. I have to say, we have never noticed it it it's a fan noise is what you get. So if you're close to it, you'll hear this kind of fan noise. Um, and it's just a, like a humming. You just hear the air. But if you're not right on top of it, you won't even hear it. And it's it's at the back of the house. Our bedroom is at the back of the house. We've never heard it. You know, we've never even noticed it.
0: The whole process also, there's the SEAI grant as well. So that was part of the whole process as well, wasn't it?
1: Like Electric Garden Superhomes did that for us. And Electric Garden looked after the grant and did all that application for us as well. So that, that was a that was a big help too. We didn't have to worry about
0: that. And, you know, if you're looking back now in the process, like, is there anything, you know, with 2020 Vision that you would advise people or a tip to give to people who are thinking about going through this process?
1: I would say get, get the survey done um, because it's 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 re you know it's reasonable. Again, I don't want to judge people's circumstances, but it's a few hundred, which are refundable if you decide to go ahead. But at least you know then what the roadmap is like. And you know, worst case, um you can kind of see the different measures and you can certainly start doing them. And when the opportunity arises, say you're doing something in the house anyway, you can look at that list and you can say, right, okay, we could tackle this. So I think it's good to know how. Uh, what the options are and what the shape of it is. So I definitely recommend that first.
0: So an unusual one here. There was a question here from um, Electric Ireland Superhomes that they, they mentioned. How does it feel about closing up your fireplaces? Have you have you done that? Is that... Oh,
1: that's an interesting one there. Um, there. There's a difference between myself and my uh, my wife about uh, fires. I, I, I kind of think that they're going back to the past a bit. And I resent having a big open hole in a house that you paid so much money to insulate. I, I don't see the logic of that. So um, anyway, what, what we did as a compromise um, was we took out the fireplaces, which were ones we didn't like. They were kind of 50s i'm sure some people think they were lovely but we we didn't like them so we took those out and we put into stoves and we two fireplaces one in the living room one time and they're very modern looking and very sleek and you know it's kind of like a glass door and it's flush up against the wall so much much more modern looking so i was happy with that and my wife was because she had the option of a fire but the reality is we haven't had a single fire since it was put in not once and I can say, and she won't mind me saying this, but she and her family were very much into the fire. It was very deep in their whole culture. But it's just when you're not when you're not cold and you're warm, it just never quite occurs to you to put it on. So
0: that's they're sitting there.
1: They're quite expensive ways of closing your fireplace, they're quite expensive <laughs> equipment that's never used.
0: I actually sit in my living room. I have an open fire and the other day and I said we're in summer. But like there was a little piece of paper in the fire and it was kind of rattling with the wind yeah. going down. I couldn't get over it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, it's the way we used to do cottages way back in previous centuries. So it it is an anomaly, really, um, I think, having a hole in the wall. For people who want stoves, um, you can get externally aspirated stoves as well that, you know, don't don't require a draft into your room. But yeah, I don't think it's really necessary when you've got the heat.
0: So how would you compare then the process, like say, your house now then to the past?
1: Well, in terms of comfort, um, huge difference, obviously. But even the outside, one extra benefit that, we didn't expect, and uh, you know, the outside of our house. It's a it's a very nice house. We really like it. We're lucky to have it. But the outside of it, it was nothing special. You know, it's just kind of a plaster finish, and you know, nothing that would stand out. There was no brick facade or anything. But one of the side effects was when they put the insulation in. They put uh, obviously rendered it, like I said before, and it's a really fine render. And I have to say, it looks very very sharp. If you're going to have a plain house, it's a really nice looking plain house yeah. because of it. So it kind of stands out a bit in a way. And it did improve, improve the overall appearance of it. So that was something we didn't expect um, uh, to get as a benefit. And all, obviously the fuel isn't there anymore for these stoves. Um, my wife held on to the fuel for a good while, but when we weren't using it, she, she accepted, I suppose, the, the truth of it and just, just sent it out. So, again, it spares you all that space if, if there's anybody using it using fuel and the dirt of that as well.
0: So that handover process then at the end with the contractor, like that was all handled by Electric Ireland Super Homes, I presume. So, that you know, it really does make it a, a, a painless operation going like that, without having the project manager.
1: It really does. And they are very knowledgeable. They're all um, degree holders in, you know, building services or a similar qualifications. So, yeah, it, it did. It made it very easy.
0: You were working with heat pumps many yes. moons ago. That's right. That's right.
1: It's a it's a funny thing how life brings yeah. you through different things that I was through all different types of work and they all seem to have become relevant to my current role. But yes, way back in the 80s, um uh there was promotion of heat pumps and um for commercial areas, uh, but there were also I remember there were um some people, and I remember particularly down in Cork who were uh putting heat pumps into their homes, kind of pioneers, maybe people who'd been to Europe and so on. And uh funny, they they you know. There was nothing about them then, it seemed, for quite a long period of time. And now they've come back as basically, you know, a much more efficient way of heating. So it is extraordinary. I was actually demonstrating one down in the Rose of Tralee, uh, down in Tralee once. They had an exhibition hall outside um, and I was in there promoting a heat pump.
0: So you'd notice that now, like the modern heat pump, like how sophisticated they've become.
1: Certainly. And, and a game changer is, um, uh, you know, the... The speed on the motor is now electronically controlled. So that, you know that's a whole, obviously, electronics have just advanced incredibly. So there's a lot of control going on to make it more efficient. And that means it, it's a bit like the difference between an automatic and a manual transmission. So it can continuously adjust its performance to match what, what, the, what the home needs at any moment. And that makes it more efficient again. So they, they've really come on and they're, they're now high temperature heat pumps, which is what people would get in their homes now, which can do the hot water previously they may not have been able to heat up to that temperature
0: so the, the big thing i'm getting from it then from you is that you don't actually think about the heating which must free up some amount of time in a, oh in a for house. sure absolutely. that's all we th- think about in ireland isn't it
1: absolutely and the immersion no we don't have to think about any of that
0: <laughs> exactly
1: so you can get on with your life that's very true that's very true in fact it never apart from when the batteries run out like i said it never comes up at all
0: yeah Thank you for listening to the Retrofit Podcast brought to you by Electric Ireland Superhomes. To start your journey to a superhome today, please visit our website www.electricirelandsuperhomes.ie where you can discover how you can reduce your carbon footprint, improve your home's comfort and increase its value. Don't miss out on this opportunity to make a positive impact on the environment and your life.